RPN, the Roddenberry Podcast Network. Today's daily Star Trek news is supported by listeners like you, patrons through Patreon. Find out more and add your support at patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. This show is also supported by an affiliate program with Amazon.com. Visit dailystartreknews.com forward slash Amazon to see some of the great Star Trek stuff on offer and support this show all at the same time. Hello and welcome to your daily Star Trek news from the Roddenberry Podcast Network. I'm Alison Pitt, and today is Tuesday, May 26th, 2020. On today's show, Kate Mulgrew reflects on Star Trek Voyager's 25th anniversary, ahead of tonight's virtual reunion event. Lower Decks creator Mike McMahon explains creating Star Trek comedy without dumbing down Starfleet. And I've got this week's Trek trivia. All of that, coming up next. Star Trek Voyager is celebrating its 25th anniversary, and the cast will be reuniting online tonight to raise money for the Actors Fund, an organization dedicated to assisting performing arts and entertainment professionals. Kate Mulgrew spoke with TrekMovie.com recently to discuss reuniting with her castmates during the COVID-19 pandemic, how quarantine has affected her life, and the idea of returning to the screen in the role of Captain Janeway. This will be a reunion, but I feel like I just saw them, Mulgrew said, referring to Star Trek The Cruise, which took place in early March. The cruise was just a great party that lasted all night long, so I feel that I've spent some quality time with them all, but it'll be fun to do this Zoom with them. After the cruise, things took a dark turn for Mulgrew as she became ill, leaving her bedridden and concerned that she might have contracted COVID-19. Afterwards, I got very, very sick and thought I had caught the virus, Mulgrew said. I was convinced that I had it because I was in bed for almost a month, but I had my antibodies results last week, and they're negative. The veteran Star Trek actor is looking forward to seeing her co-stars and has one topic she definitely wants to discuss— during tonight's streaming event. I would love to talk about acting, Mulgrew said, the future of acting, how we feel about it going forward. I think we should talk about what acting has meant, what it means, and what it means to people. Regarding COVID-19, Mulgrew went on to say that acting is more than just acting. In situations like this, she said, you see that it is an imperative in the culture. Star Trek signifies hope. Of course, the parallel is terrific, isn't it? A capsule lost in a dark and dangerous place, the Delta Quadrant, could really be a wonderful comparison to where we are now. The planet is jeopardized, and how will we survive? We survive with art, and this is an art that we cannot practice while we're contained like this. That containment has already led to the cancellation or postponement of many Star Trek events around the world. When asked if Star Trek Las Vegas will go on as planned, Mulgrew doesn't see the convention happening this year, saying, I don't think so. And too bad for us, too, because it was supposed to be an anniversary tour. With Star Trek Voyager actors Robert Duncan McNeil and Garrett Wong seeking to revisit the Captain Proton Hollow novel, Mulgrew was asked if she would consider reprising her role as Arachnia, Queen of the Spider People. That could be fun, Mulgrew said. 
that was probably the greatest fun I had in the seven years on Star Trek. She was quick to point out, however, that while she says the memory is sublime, she hasn't been approached about it. When asked where the character of Captain Janeway might be 20 years later, Mulgrew was fond of the idea, saying, I think it would be wonderful to explore Janeway's continued love of adventure, and perhaps even love of power. There are any number of things that could be delicious to dip into. But I don't think it's going to happen. I'm not saying that summarily, but time's a-wasting, you know. Read the full interview with Kate Mulgrew at trekmovie.com. The Star Trek Voyager 25th Anniversary Reunion event is streaming live tonight, Tuesday, May 26th at 8 p.m. Eastern. Viewers can contribute to the Actors Fund for an on-air shout-out from the cast. Visit starsinthehouse.com for more information and to watch the event live. Of course, you can always catch the entire cast in episodes of Star Trek Voyager, streaming now on CBS All Access. From the past now and looking to the future, now that Star Trek Picard has finished, Star Trek fans are waiting for that next big tentpole project from CBS. While stay-at-home orders have hampered production on Star Trek Discovery, we know that production is continuing on Star Trek Lower Decks, although the premiere date still remains a mystery. In the meantime, however, series showrunner Mike McMahon has been busy promoting another of his projects— Hulu's Solar Opposites, and he's been answering a few Lower Decks-related questions along the way. In a new interview with Slash Film last week, McMahon addressed the question on many fans' minds, how do you make a comedy Star Trek series like Lower Decks without simply poking fun at the franchise? McMahon explained to Slash Film that he's a Trek fan himself and simply isn't interested in making fun. I was interested in writing a Star Trek that could be canon, that follows the rules of other Star Trek shows that I loved, he said. But I'm a comedy writer. I'm never going to write a serious Star Trek. He went on to explain that the show's writers handle that by keeping the focus off the bridge, where the real Star Trek episode is happening. So if you're watching Lower Decks, he said, you're getting a full Star Trek episode from the perspective of people who are having their own social and emotional stories and their own sci-fi stories, but they just aren't on the bridge. They don't have the information the bridge is getting, and they don't have the responsibility. They do, however, still fit into the Starfleet mold. A big thing that was important to me, McMahon said, was figuring out how do we comedically access these characters. How can these characters be funny and not break Star Trek? You can't just have a stupid person in Starfleet, otherwise it breaks the aspirational paradigm of what humanity is like in Starfleet. So our leads are foils for each other, but they're very much ingrained in Star Trek. McMahon went on to explain more about the main characters from the show. Ensign Mariner, voiced by Tawny Newsom, he says, is sort of like our Tom Cruise slash Maverick. She's kind of like Captain Kirk if Kirk wasn't a captain and didn't have the power. Then there's Ensign Boimler, voiced by Jack Quaid. An amazing Starfleet crew member, McMahon says he's so by the book and so burdened by following the rules that he can't follow his gut. The comedic friction, McMahon explains, is that both characters are good at what they do, but approach things completely differently. Finally, McMahon pointed out that Star Trek has always had its share of comedy. Every series of Star Trek has funny characters, funny episodes, he said. 
and those always live in the B stories for the most part. So it's really taking that aspect of it and letting that shine. If you'd like to catch up on previous Star Trek comedy work by McMahon, then I highly recommend checking out the TNG Season 8 Twitter account or McMahon's book, Star Trek The Next Generation, Warped, an engaging guide to the never-aired eighth season. Available on Amazon or wherever you get your books. I've got Trek Trivia Tuesday in just a moment, but first, a word from me. All this week, I'm highlighting some of the great Star Trek stuff that you can get at Amazon.com. Today's edition, you can pre-order the Blu-ray of Star Trek Short Treks, due to be released on June 2nd. Included on the Blu-ray are Seasons 1 and 2 of Short Treks, excluding the Star Trek Picard tie-in, Children of Mars. So you get the Tilly-centric Runaway, where we meet Queen Poe, the Michael Chabon-penned Calypso, the Saru-centric The Brightest Star, Harry Mudd's The Escape Artist, the Spock and Number 1 vignette Q&A, the disturbingly triple-centric The Trouble with Edward, the Pike-centered Ask Not, and finally the two animated shorts, Ephraim and Dot and The Girl Who Made the Stars, not to mention the special features. It's $19.99 to pre-order the Blu-ray and $14.99 for the DVD. And when you hit Amazon by first going to dailystartreknews.com forward slash Amazon, they reward me with a small affiliate incentive. So you can be among the first to own short treks on Blu-ray and help me out at the same time. To find out more, just head to dailystartreknews.com forward slash Amazon. That's dailystartreknews.com forward slash Amazon. And a big thanks to you for supporting this show. And now, it's Trek Trivia Tuesday. Did you know, in the Next Generation Season 1 episode, The Neutral Zone, three cryogenically frozen humans are picked up by the Enterprise in a capsule floating in space. Each of them had been frozen after they died, and Dr. Crusher brought them back to life. Claire Raymond died of an embolism, Ralph Offenhaus died of advanced cardiomyopathy, and L.Q. Sonny Clemens died from emphysema and liver damage. Dr. Crusher noted that while their conditions were inoperable in the late 20th century, by the 24th century, all were curable. So now, a trivia question for you. At the end of the neutral zone, Picard arranges for Raymond, Offenhaus, and Clemens to be transported back to Earth from the nearest star base. But what was the name of the ship on which they would be taken back to Earth? Find out on Friday's episode of Daily Star Trek News. Well, that's it for today's Daily Star Trek News from the Roddenberry Podcast Network. Don't forget to check out the other great shows on the network at podcasts.roddenberry.com. Daily Star Trek News is produced by me, Allison Pitt, with selected stories by Chris Peterson. We're supported by people like you through Patreon. Find out how you can add your support at patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. This show is also supported by an affiliate program with Amazon.com. For all your Star Trek books and movie needs, just visit dailystartreknews.com forward slash Amazon. Sign up for the Daily Star Trek newsletter at dailystartreknews.com forward slash contact. Get all the day's Star Trek news delivered straight to your inbox every weekday morning. 
And if email's not your thing, then don't forget to follow Daily Star Trek News on social media. I'm at Daily Trek News on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I'm back tomorrow with more of the Star Trek news you need to know, and this week in Trek history. I'm Alison Pitt. Live long and prosper. Podcast.roddenberry.com The Roddenberry Podcast Network